0: Hello, I'm CM Conway, the filmmaker of the witty and poignant indie How to Successfully Fail in Hollywood, now on Prime Video and FunnyFailureFilm.com. On this now monthly podcast, we celebrate funny flubs, bodacious blunders, and miraculous missteps that happen to us as artists. So hone your funny bone and let's get started. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever you are listening to this show. If this podcast sounds a little different today, well, it's because we record this in the North Bay, California. There's been a lot of storms and outages, so we have the generator pumping, which is a lifesaver, but quite loud. So I've decided to go into a room where we're somewhat insulated from that sound. Our fun little podcast is inspired by our indie film, How to Successfully Fail in Hollywood, a film that follows best friends Ellie and Ben through their ups, downs, and turnarounds in La La Land and their heartfelt journey of friendship and self-discovery as artists. The film also peeks behind the curtain of Tinseltown, revealing some of its inner secrets that may delight and surprise you. Ellie and Ben also experience and learn to embrace their bodacious blunders, And that's what we try to do on this show. So if you're an artist and you've had a mishap that's happened in your creative journey and you would like to share it on the show, please visit FunnyFailureFilm.com and click on Share Your Story. Today's story is Chapter 12 of Mark Twain's book, Chapters from My Autobiography, Published in serial form in the North American Review during 1906 and 1907, Mark Twain was a famous satirist and novelist, with some controversial works and characters, though the imprint of his works are undeniable on our society, as many of his novels have been made into movies. This chapter has been edited and is performed by John Greenman and is a LibriVox recording in the public domain.
1: this was in 1849 i was 14 years old then we were still living in hannibal missouri on the banks of the mississippi in the new frame house built by my father five years before that is some of us lived in the new part the rest in the old part back of it and attached to it in the autumn my sister gave a party and "'invited all the marriageable young people of the village. "'I was too young for this society "'and was too bashful to mingle with young ladies anyway. "'Therefore I was not invited, "'at least not for the whole evening. Ten minutes of it was to be my whole share. "'I was to do the part of a bear in a small fairy tale.' I was to be disguised all over in a close-fitting brown hairy stuff proper for a bear. About half past ten I was told to go to my room and put on this disguise, and be ready in half an hour. I started, but changed my mind, for I wanted to practice a little, and that room was very small. I crossed over to the large unoccupied house on the corner of Main Street, unaware that a dozen of the young people were also going there to dress for their parts. I took the little boy, Sandy, with me, and we selected a roomy and empty chamber on the second floor. We entered it talking, and this gave a couple of young ladies an opportunity to take refuge behind a screen undiscovered it was sandy that shut the door but all his heart was in the theatricals and he was unlikely to notice them as i was myself this was a rickety screen with many holes in it but as i did not know there were girls behind it i was not disturbed by that detail if i had known I could not have undressed in the flood of cruel moonlight that was pouring in at the curtainless windows. I should have died of shame. Untroubled by apprehensions, I stripped to the skin and began my practice. I was full of ambition. I was determined to make a hit. I was burning to establish a reputation as a bear and get further engagements so i threw myself into my work with an abandon that promised great things i capered back and forth from one end of the room to the other on all fours sandy applauding with enthusiasm i walked upright and growled and snapped and snarled i stood on my head i flung handsprings i danced a lubberly dance, with my paws bent and my imaginary snout sniffing from side to side. I did everything a bear could do, and many things which no bear could ever do, and no bear with any dignity would want to do anyway. And, of course, I never suspected that I was making a spectacle of myself to anyone but Sandy. At last, standing on my head i paused in that attitude to take a minute's rest there was a smothered burst of feminine snickers from behind the screen all the strength went out of me and i toppled forward like an undermined tower and brought the screen down with my weight burying the young ladies under it in their fright they discharged a couple of piercing screams and possibly others, but I did not wait to count. I snatched my clothes and fled to the dark hall below, Sandy following. I was dressed in half a minute and out the back way. I swore Sandy to eternal silence, then we went away and hid until the party was over. The ambition was all out of me i could not have faced that giddy company after my adventure for there would be two performers there who knew my secret and would be privately laughing at me all the time i was searched for but not found and the bear had to be played by a young gentleman in his civilized clothes the house was still and everybody asleep when I finally ventured home. I was very heavy-hearted and full of a bitter sense of disgrace. Pinned to my pillow I found a slip of paper which bore a line which did not lighten my heart but only made my face burn. It was written in a laboriously disguised hand, and these were its mocking terms. You probably couldn't have played bear, but you played bear very well. Oh, very, very well.
0: This story was both entertaining and heartbreaking, and the embarrassing moments that can stick in a young memory and influence how one feels about art, the world, and others. Many artists start off as excited children in pursuit of an artistic endeavor. It's interesting to hear how Twain, a famous writer when he became older, as a young child with a love of performing. His experience wasn't unusual as many children experience mistakes when they're acting and performing in private or public. But his experience wasn't wasted as he was able to find the funny and flip that failure into a fascinating story. Thank you for joining us in the How to Successfully Fail in Hollywood podcast. Copyright by Showstoppers and FunnyFailureFilm.com Intro and outro song Twinkle Twinkle Little Star by David Mumford. Until next time, remember, mistakes makes art more interesting.